0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fit Identity Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Karpanko, and here we talk everything about your health and wellness that pertains to thinking, eating, and moving, how it all just goes together, and this week's topic, let's get right to it, consumption. I want to talk about it. I'm just going to riff this week. I felt the need to just come on here. And kind of go a little wild so I might be all over the place. Be warned. But you're also going to get like kind of raw mic. And we'll see how that goes and, and how you guys appreciate this style of the format. Or this format as well in the podcast. So let me know. Give me some feedback. Uh, shoot me a DM or, you know, whatever it is. Message me on any one of my social medias. But let's talk about it. Consumption. Oh, man. Um, I was just sitting here and I was thinking about consumption and how it's pertained to wellness right now and what it used to be, right? Like before in traditional speaking consumption when that word is thought, what's the first word that comes to your mind? Like consumption. It's probably food, right? Like how many calories? It's definitely not macros unless you're one of those people. And I'm all for macros, but let's not overcount them. Um, and you could tell it's it's something for me to be like... Macros, I like them. I think they're good, but I definitely feel that those people go all in on macros. They're the new calories. Come macros. I need to count my macros. My macros are off and I'm going crazy. Like I know people like that. I I just want to take their phone and just watch them spin out of control. I know I'm that guy. But uh, consumption, food. It's normally the first thing that comes to mind in general is traditionally is food. And maybe it's changed, you know, being an older person, 54, different generation, maybe the younger generation, please talk to me, younger generation. I am so open to listening to you guys. There's a lot of knowledge that you have and you're a lot of fun and um, you bring evolution that, uh, you know, that that's interesting. You bring different perspectives. So please enlighten me. Is that not the first word or is it what I'm going to bring into this? So first thing is consumption of food. And we got into this world of over-consuming or under-consuming, right? And it was either I'm going to restrict my consumption of my calories and my food or I am going to over-consume and I'm not going to, you know, worry about what I'm eating, when I'm eating, how I'm eating it. And either way, both those things along with the middle, right? Because there's always three sides, yours, mine, and then the truth. Um, that's always to every story. And consumption... There's under, there is over, and then there is just the right amount. So three sides. And when I think of consumption and I, I think about where all that lies as far as our life and how it plays such a vital role in our health. And, and in in the past, because of the speed of information and uh, you know, the way we would do things, habits and patterns, calorie consumption, food consumption, portion consumption played a major role in our health as well as the amount that we moved. We are moving less, consuming more it, when it comes to food. That is without a doubt happening right now. That's why the the hormone therapy or the peptide therapy, semaglutide, Wagovi Zempic, you know any types of medication that are insulin blockers that are helping to to lose weight without any effort are really hitting the shelves and and they're 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 hot right now. They're trendy. They're they're everything that people want. You know because it's I I can do less, I can eat more, I can get results, and, and it's hard in the health and fitness industry to go against those right because. It's hard to go against something that's guaranteed. And I, I said this, and this just gonna be off tangent because I said, remember, we're gonna go wild today. Um, I said this about Ozempic uh to a group of friends of mine, and they're like, Well, what do you think about it? And I said, Well, let me use you this analogy in general. It's hard to tell somebody if they do this that it's guaranteed to work, and if that's the case. In most cases, right? Like I don't know too many people that Ozempic hasn't worked for, but I do know some, some have had previous, uh, heart conditions and, uh, previous cancer. Like cancer is, is uh, what I've heard, heard is that if you have had previous cancer, that, that these types of therapies can increase other hormones that could increase your risk to, you know, uh, getting cancer again. That's what I've been told. Don't know if it's true. Don't want to spread false news. I certainly don't want to be a falser, but it makes sense. When it was said to me, I was like, interesting. And that's a person who actually asked about taking it. And their doctor had said no. And she had asked me how I felt about it as well as my friends did. And I said, it's really hard to have something out there that works for most people. Guaranteed. Like if you do this, you will get this. Like that's almost like the back end Excel spreadsheet computer logarithm that says if then, right? If you do this, then you this will happen. It's hard to beat that. Especially in health and fitness. I mean, and if you still transfer that over in to finances, it would be like saying this if you give me a hundred dollars, I'll give you five hundred back. Wouldn't you give me a hundred? it's that simple. Like it's really, that's the hard piece to beat. Even if I said, okay, well, you get, you give me the hundred, but getting to me is through, you know, some sort of struggle or hardship or challenge. Like you had to go through a, a, a tough neighborhood or you had to swim across the pond to get to it. Or, you know, just, just that there is some unknowns in being able to pick up your 500. So that's kind of the way I look at Ozempic and, and, and then Wegovy, all three of those, right? Some of glutide. I look at it as almost this guaranteed. You can have it and you can get this back. If you do this, then this will happen. But we don't know the struggle that could happen in the part of you not being robbed for your money on the way home. You know, like that's, that's as odd as it sounds, but, it's kind of the thing. And in, and in wellness, there's another way of doing it. You'd be like, well, you know, if you put your money away for, uh, you know, $100 every week, well, we're going to give you, a, you know, a 2% over time, and that will compound the interest over time. And then when you're 65, you're going to end up with $2 million, and you're going to be okay. Most people are like, I don't know, man. I know it's right, but it's going to take too long. I don't want to do it. Or you got people out there being like, hey, if you give me this money, I'll get you 10%, and this stock is supposed to go up, and this is going to happen, and you're going to do well. Same thing with the fitness program. If you do this fitness program, you're going to burn fat, you're going to build muscle, you're going to look better, you're going to lose 10 pounds in 10 days, whatever the claim is that is out there. You're against this ideology of like, you don't know if it's really going to happen. And if you're going to spend your money... When it's easier to spend money, when you know what you're spending on is going to happen real easy. That's why Amazon works, right? If I give you this Amazon, you will ship this to my house happens every time. It's guaranteed expectation met very little stress, even though, yep. I don't know if it's going to show up. I don't know if my package will get stolen. I don't know how it's going to work, but yes, I definitely 95% of the time it's going to work. So that's kind of the way I look at that, um, the The ideology of, of, of going against that. And the idea that consumption, you know, when semaglutide working is, is awesome, right? But when we look at where we're at today, because I got to pivot out of that. That was just like kind of a random thought of saying it's hard to go against something that's guaranteed – Um, When I look at today and I look at the consumption issue that we have today, I know that part of it's food, definitely, right? Processed foods, chemical-based foods, high-fat foods, fast foods, I know it, right? Convenient foods, I get it, but the real consumption issue that we are facing today in health is social media is technology. People are consuming technology with zero ROI. Most people. If you took one minute right now, if I told you to just put my podcast on hold, which don't because it hurts my, you know, my ratings, But if I told you to put this podcast on hold for a minute and think about when you watch social media and you consume it, Instagram, uh, TikTok, I mean, they, they've mastered that over there. They can keep you on there for 45 minutes straight. What are you? What are you getting in return? Really? You watch one video or one reel, you watch another, another, another. And what are you watching? Consuming, right? You're consuming funny stuff, dog stuff, car stuff, political stuff, uh, pharmaceutical stuff, you know, all stuff that you have zero ROI on zero ability to say that source is correct, zero ability to consider your mental health and better yourself. The only thing you're doing is feeling good in the moment, which will quickly go away, which then you'll come back to it to consume more. Consumption issue. And as you're consuming, your head's down. Well, your posture is rough. You're consuming, you're sitting. Okay, I'm not walking. I'm not walking around. I'm not playing football. I'm not playing with my kids. I'm not doing what I need to do. I'm not working on projects, websites. I'm not learning a skill. I'm not, you know, like creating income for my family. I'm not coaching my kids. I'm not present. None of that is happening. So, what's the real ROI on your on, on, on your on your consumption of technology? And even if you're gaming, right? There's a lot of parents that I know that game, and people that I game, and kids that game, and they love it, right? ROI. That's just over consumption. Over it just is. Think about it. Like, let that sit in for a minute. Like, yeah, they're gaming. Um, is that gonna? teach them to build games? Is that going to teach them money? Is that going to teach them budgets? Is that going to teach them? N- Cause none of that does that. Take gaming, for instance, you're just able to like run around and like, I guess you can earn money or you're just like, Hey, I just ran across some money. Cool. There it is. Money just pops up. And that's where a lot of people think money pops up right now. It just pops up, found some behind a tree. Oh my gosh. You know, like, like blew up that in a room and look, there's money. <laughs> That's not budget, and you're able to buy something new, something bigger and better, instant gratification. It's not the way the world works. This overconsumption is making our minds fat. We are overconsuming information, and there is no pharmaceutical medication that's like semaglutide that's guaranteed to work other than turning the thing off. Really, there is no other way of being able to do to to, to increase your consumption or decrease your consumption or increase your consumption in a way that is built for ROI. They're going to feed you what they want to feed you, whatever platform it is. I wish that every platform had this ability where parents could control or I could control exactly what I watch. And I know there'll be pushback and everybody will say, well, you know, depending on what you watch is what you, you know, is what, what they push to you. I can't control what my friends send me. I know what I watch when I like stuff and that kind of sh- sort of sends what I need to send, but it doesn't. I just wish I could filter it all out. Like no matter what, this is the only things I want to see. I want to see fitness. I want to see wellness. I want to see You know, how to, if I'm in a certain time or season of my life where I'm like, I just want to learn this skill and I just want to be able to have that filter to me. So therefore they're only able to send that to me and not, Oh my God, there's another political thing. And Oh my God, there's entertainment and that's funny stuff. And look, that person, you know, got pranked and that person, you know, I don't know, fell down a slide. (laughs) Like, you just get caught up into watching more and more and more of things that you don't need. And this overconsumption of technology is making our mental health fat. We are fat mental health people. I I mean this in the nicest way of using the term fat, but you're overconsuming. If your brain... Literally, if your brain could gain weight, it would it would be the biggest thing on your body. Everyone would be walking around with this large head. Imagine that. Like like think that through just for a minute. If your brain and the and your you know, what you consume on on social media platforms made your brain fat and it was like calories, your brain would be fat. It would be so. Your head would be so big. You would have the biggest noggin, and that would be the thing that you'd be judged against in society, right? Like who's got the biggest head? Look at Jim. Jim's head is huge. Look at look at Susie. Her head's so tiny. She must not be on. Like she must be completely off of social media. She must work in service industry because because she has no time to consume technology at all. She's got a tiny head. Could you imagine that? Like literally. If we were able to see our health and our mental health based on the size of our head because of the amount of consumption that we have with trash in our technology, it'd be huge. Your head would be huge. And think, like, like, take a moment again. How big would your head be right now? How big would your head be? Would you have to put a new door on your house would you fit into a car? Would you have to have a custom-made car or a convertible? Cuz there's always those funny, you know, uh, caricatures, right? Where you're like, "Oh, there's a car and then it's you in a car and it's always this big head." That's what the world would be like. If that's not foreshadowing of where we're at right now, that if technology had calories associated to it, our head would be huge. And there is no way whatsoever to diminish this consumption without turning it off, Because mindlessly, we're all guilty of it. Me included, but I've made a concerted effort to just be like, I'm off of social media. Like, I need to get away from it. I need to be near my friends and my family and educating myself and developing more skills and, and working more on things than consuming. I made a huge push about a year ago and my friends didn't like it. They actually started to like... There's a very interesting thing. I'm going to tell this story real quick. I made a very concerted effort to say I'm silencing everything and everyone, including my friends. And my friends like, oh, you don't watch my stories anymore. Like, what the heck? Like, you don't watch me anymore. And I'm like... It's because I want you to call me. It's because I want to hang out with you and I want to be updated on what's going on in your life. I want to have reason to talk to you. I want to be excited and I want to see the excitement in your face when you're telling me what's going on in your life. I want to be present for you. I want you to be present for me. So I made this effort to not really, I restricted everybody so that I didn't follow their stuff. Well, those little snot bags, they all were like, well, if he's doing it to me, I'm doing it to him. All for the wrong reason. All for the wrong reason. So if you're listening to me, all of you guys, you're idiots. Like, really. Like, I'm calling you out publicly just to tell you, God, you are are adolescent 13-year-olds. If he did it to me, I'm doing it to him. Cool. Cool. I'm good with you if you stop doing it. You know, whatever. But the funny part is, is they didn't do it for that reason which tells me about your mental health not about mine because what i wanted was more time with you and that's just a story i'm like and that's how i've chose to live my life now is like i'm off of social media i don't want to see your life through social media i don't i want to call my dad you know a couple times a week and i want to talk to him about what he's doing I want to know and I want him to text me the pictures of what's going on, you know, where he's at. I want, I want to know what my little brother and my nephews are doing. I want to know about what my nieces are up to. You know, I want them to send me pictures. I don't want to just like go through and be this half hazard, low standard uncle, brother, son, that all I do is like something. And it's not even like anymore. Remember, like this is how diminishing we have gotten in our relationships in social media. It started out as, "Oh my God, friends and family, we all follow each other," and then we started like trying to find strangers to follow us. And we're like, "Well, as many people as we possibly can follow us." Demented. We got a fat head, right? Like just calories, strangers, and we're like, "This is cool. This is great." And and then we got to, you know, well, we're not gonna, you know. Let's back it up. First, it was, we would go each other, we'd knock on each other's door, we would hang out. Then it turned into, we would call each other. Then it turned into, we would, uh, use a beeper. And then it turned into, we would, we would uh, have a cell phone from a cell phone. It turned into text messaging or, or from a cell phone, it turned into email, email turned into text messaging, text messaging turned into some FaceTime that went into having social media and social media then turned into cool. We're following each other and this is great. And this is all technology that's gone on. And cause I'm older, I've seen this pattern and you're at that point. And I'm laughing about it because it's funny to look back on. You're like, yep, nope. Um, I get the comment now. I'm like, oh, I want to be first and I want to comment to my buddy. You know, like, yeah, dude, I want to support you. You're great. You know, it, 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 and uh, you know, or your girlfriends or whoever it is. You're like, yeah, no, I love you, man. This is great. You're like, you're killing it. You know, I love your new car or whatever it is. Right. You're there. Then it turned into a, so it went from a comment and then it turned into a like, you're like, I liked it. That's all. He just needs to know that I saw it or she needs to know that like I was there. I was present. And then it turned into a view. I saw it. I'm so lazy now. We are all lazy. Lazy AF. Lazy. To the point where we're just like, you know what? It's good enough that I viewed it. And then you're mad about your own health, mental health because you're all looking at your social media. Mad AF. And everybody, my, uh, my social media has dropped. Like I don't get as many views. I don't get as many views on my story. Nobody shares my stuff. Nobody comments on my stuff, like all these things that go through your head. And it's only because I coach people and I mentor and, you know, and I understand and I hear these things are, and i my question is, what are you doing? To, to, to get a view back, what are you doing to you know to get a comment back? What are you doing? You're doing the same thing. You're like, well, I went to their profile. Well, I went to the. I saw what they're up to. I saw the food that they made. I, I, uh, I saw that he bought a new car. Like, like, did you comment? No. Did you read my post? No. Like, it's, it's. We have gotten to a point where if we viewed your story and if we don't even read your full caption, what is wrong with us? Seriously. Overconsumption has got us to this point has spun us so far out of control where our heads with mental health are so big from from egos to think that people should be following us or should not be following us and then we're like, well, we you know we look, they should look and we should be rewarded and 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 it's nuts literally. It is absolutely nuts how lazy we have become and egotistical we have become from overconsumption. And this overconsumption has made us lazy, which has allowed us to overconsume with our calories, which has made us under move with our movement, which has now made it so that we are all out of shape. I've been out of shape before, so I can say this. I've had ankle surgery. I've had low metabolism. I've done things like, yeah, out of shape from overconsumption, all of that goes together, all of it, all of it. And we eat like crap, right? So think, eat, move right there. All of it. And we eat like crap because we're like, yeah, we don't have to do anything in order for us to still watch the, the reels that we call crack. Crack reels, right? Because it just keeps watching. We'll stay up all night. And it's great. Or we'll, we'll we'll play video games and we'll just add a monster or a, like an energy drink. I don't want to drop names. Sorry. But we'll add an energy drink and be like, yeah, this is great. And then we go to YouTube and we'll watch YouTube and we'll watch podcasts. ROI. Like, what, are you, like, what are you getting from it? Nothing but a fat head literally a fat head a fat underachieving low standard head mind that's that's where we are all at and the only way to decrease that fatness is to stop consuming so it shrinks stop feeding it so it shrinks so it stops eating and that's where we're at and it's Still consumption, no matter what, consumption is still the biggest issue in our society. Hands down, not only how much we consume, how we consume, what we consume, the quality of what we consume and how we consume it. It's the same. The only difference is now our consumption affects so much more. It used to only be calories. Now it's our mind. Let that sink in. And, and that's what makes me mental health so big right now. Oh, mental health, esteem. I got to concentrate on it. How about you start by stopping consuming the crap that you're consuming? The technology that you're consuming. Because that is what's causing all this mental weight that you have on yourself. Your big head, your fat head, your consumption of technology, of all these people that are advertising you, telling you about esteem and mental health and mental weight. Stop consuming it and start doing something about it. All you people out there, including myself, and this is why I started saying it, shelf help or self-help. I don't need a book. A, a bookcase behind me with all the books that I read that I did nothing with I need one book that I took action on and then I tried it out and I and and I put it into work and and, and I saw if it was good or not not the next one that I need to feel oh I just read leadership now 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 that I read leadership what's the next one that I need to read because I got to keep this mind good What's the next piece of technology I need to listen to with with personal development to keep my mind good? How about you turn technology off? How about you put into play what you just learned? So many people out there consuming personal development on such a high level and doing absolutely nothing with it. You got a fat head, a bad head of over-consumed personal development. It's silly. You're all silly. I know. I'm calling you out and you're like, man, Mike, Mike's on one today. He's got a soapbox. It's frustrating for me. I want you to be happy. I want you to be well. I want you to move better. I want you to eat better. I want you to think better. But I want you to stop consuming and start taking some sort of action. I want you to stop over consuming. You know, in health and fitness, we hear that, you know, this trend of, You know, you're working out really hard, man. You got to meet your workouts with the same way that you're recovering. And that's why you've got to concentrate on your sleep and your recovery and your mobility. Well, skill transfer that over into your life and what you're consuming. You're taking in, you know, all this stuff in technology. Well, what are you doing about it? Personal development. You're taking all that stuff in, but are you meeting it equally with actions? Probably not. Most people that do personal development, most, they read it because it makes them feel good and validates them where they're at, and then they end up reading the next book to get the next rush of dopamine and validation to meet where they're at, most. And most people that give personal development, you want to hit them in the face with a cookie sheet. They're running around, you know, they're like... They're theater actors, you know, they got bands and they're pumping up the crowd. They're going crazy. They're not like Tony, you know, Tony Robbins. That guy is a legend. He has changed so many lives in so many ways. And yeah, he, he you know, he's got music and he's got this. stuff. man's a legend. Actionable items, always coming up with something new. But, you know, a lot of people... Just want to rah-rah you, a fluffer. And I've used this before too and put your, you know, if you're one of those people, cover your ears. Personal development to me is just like a bunch of, you know, like fluffers running around fluffing you without having porn stars around. You know, to, to like once you've been fluffed, what what's next? Like I literally, I know it's not what you wanted to hear out of my mouth, but listen to me. You're all getting fluffed and then you're doing nothing with it. What's going on? Stop this consumption and start doing something about it. I'm worried for you. I'm worried to watch your kids. I'm worried that you parent your kids through over-consumption rather than over-action. I watch so many parents go, "Here's here's your tablet, here's your TV, here's this. And to every parent's credit, I feel for you. I don't have children and it's unfair of me to judge. And I do understand that children... Is being a parent is probably the hardest job in the world. It just is. I will I will applaud you, high five you, give you all the props in the world because, you know, you're dealing with a child who's constantly growing, constantly evolving at a rapid rate, and sometimes you need a peace of mind. And you know, technology is a is a great equalizer and it is help. I truly understand that. And, but I do think it's a tool that's overused, overused and, and under action, you know, um, play with your kids. I had this conversation today and I'm going to tell you about overconsumption. Here you go. I literally had this conversation today and I told you this is going to go all over the place, but I was talking with a mom today at the gym and she was talking about how kids get, uh, over with ADHD. They're like, Oh my God, these kids are crazy. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I mean. It's just like owning a dog. And don't get mad at me for comparing a child to owning a dog, okay? Calm down. Just go listen to some technology and feel better, okay? Consume some technology and not this. It's like owning a dog. If your dog was going crazy in your house, nuts, right? And was running around bugging, what would you do? Take it to a park? Go outside, play catch with it? Give it some attention? If your kid is you know, going nuts and growing and hormones, what would you do? Give, give him, her some attention, play with her, you know, be a parent, spend some time, you know, take him outside to a park, get him involved in team sports. Wouldn't you? Isn't that the fix? Not, hey, let's just load him up on a medication. That's me. Granted, I know medication is needed for some people and I'm not saying that it's not. But if you're not doing that, giving them medication frustrating super frustrating and i know i don't have kids and i don't have this ability to judge and i shouldn't judge but i'm just saying that overconsumption and Then what do you do you over you, you let them overconsume electronics and games and you know uh, technology and social media and then they, they they you know they get nutty in class and 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 they they're outcasts and they have outbreaks, and, and then they lash out at you and all these other things because they overconsume technology and they didn't overact. So, consumption is such a big deal right now, especially with technology, and because it's so easy. I mean, technology is at our fingertips. How many times do you grab your phone? How many? Take a moment right now, look at your phone, look how much time you're spending on it in a week. Anybody who tells me they don't have time for a job, they don't have time to make money, they don't have time for a side hustle, they don't have time to make money, they don't have time for their kids, they don't have time for any of that stuff, look at the amount of time you spend on your phone with zero ROI because don't tell me that what you're doing on your phone has ROI. Don't. Not most of you. Not all of you, but I'm sure there's some be like, Mike, you know, I work hard, my phone's everything, and, and I know what this will be. I'll get people that will reach out to me and they will say this. You know, Mike, I watch it when I'm at work. I watch it when I'm in the car driving, which you shouldn't, but I watch it, you know, all over the place. I watch it then, and, you know, in my two seconds and it builds up over time. Well, why are you doing something else in those two seconds, in those 30 seconds, in those 20 seconds? You could reply to one email a day and build a business. That's 365 emails in a year. Of new people, prospects, follow-ups. Why don't you learn about health and fitness 30 seconds a day? Why aren't you learning about how your shoulder moves, how to fix your shoulder pain, how to eat better? What's good quality food? What is a macro? Instead of messaging me and be like, oh, you know, what? can you tell me how to like what my macro should be? Like what my calories should be? What my, you know, how should I eat this? Why aren't you consuming that in your technology? just asking like think that out and i'm not mad that you guys message me i'm not not at all but when i think that i'm like these are the easiest questions in the world to answer if you were just taking some time to educate yourself with proper use of technology that overconsumption is making your head fat with useless information and i will keep saying it even the personal development so i'm i'm going to push back on that I love personal development. I've done a lot of work on myself. Trust me, I am not the same person I was at 16, that I was at 20, that I was at 25, at 30, at 35. All those stages, I think back and really, truly, honestly, to this day, I feel like I should make a list of people that I knew during those stages and I should just call them and apologize for being just an uninformed, naive, sometimes egotistical, um, just you know, just somebody who was in a position that that, that wished they treated people differently in the past. And, and not to say that I didn't treat people well in the past. I've always been a good person, but I certainly could have been better. So, I just know that I've done a lot of work. And I don't have a bookcase full of books. And every book I've read, I've always put it in play. Every Audible, I've always put it in play. I don't read to read. I don't listen to listen. And I certainly don't listen to brag to people that I read the book. Well, yeah, I read that book too. It was great. Yeah, what'd you do? That's a, You want to know the killer, the personal development killer that you could do to anybody? Just ask him. Oh, yeah, I read that book. Yeah, what'd you do with it? How did it help you? Well, um, no, no, how did it really help you? Like, what were the actions you took and put into play? You get... You're like, oh, well, uh," they'll stutter. Every, most people will stutter. And And if they just would have put it in play, they would be able to go, yeah, no, I, well, what he told me to do or she told me to do, I immediately started to use that and I started making decisions in, you know, three seconds and five seconds of a five second rule, right? You're like, no, I started doing five, four, three, two, one, make a decision. But instead, you want to consume funny cat videos, you know, and dog videos and injuries and relive your past. And be like, oh, yeah, I remember when that back in the 80s. Yeah, this is really cool. And let me watch last night's Grammys. And you're like, are you kidding me right now? We are so fat from consumption that it's frustrating to me. And you can hear it in my voice because I want you all to be well. And I want you all not to lower your standards but raise your standards. I want you all to do better. I'm, the potential that you have is unbelievable. You wouldn't even know the potential that you have. But instead, you fattened your head with all this other stuff. And then most people lean back on my mental health. You don't understand. It's so it's so difficult right now. Like, And you're like, it's so difficult because you didn't plan. And you didn't use. And you're like, but I didn't know. I didn't know. And I'm like, I get you didn't know. But you didn't know because you didn't take in the right information and and take action against it. You just took in more stupid stuff. And for me, that's just, it's just tough for me and I'm guilty of it too. So, so I'm not saying that everybody, you know, that, that I'm excluding myself from it. I speak from some levels of frustration on myself to say, Hey Mike, when you're taking in that, you know, you could have been doing this or when you were taking in that you could have been doing this. And I have literally, there are reels now that friends send me. I don't even click on them because I don't want that stuff in my feed. I don't want to get I just, I just heart it or smile at it or do whatever or move on or I don't reply. I've taught my friends this statement, you know, you know, he who talks last loses. <laughs> it's just kind of like one of my funny little things. And I just don't, I don't respond. I'm like, all right, cool. Like I saw it. It doesn't mean I got to acknowledge it. I don't have this anxiety, but technology has just made us into over consumers of no longer it being a basis of calories and food it is now turned into technology that allows us to even consume more with our food and then, and uh moving less and then end up with, you know, using the things that I talked about earlier and just being unhealthy and then lowering our standards and realizing that, Hey, as long as I'm cool online, which is most who you know, most of you people are not, right? Like who you are online are not who you are in person. Most. Most. You know, I get it. It's a marketing tool. But you're not. I am. I'm exactly who I am. You meet me in person, you're like, that's Mike. 100% that's me. I am not trying to be somebody I am not. I am not trying to portray. I don't, I'm don't. i not trying to overmarket myself. Uh, I am not trying to be guarded in any way. I, there are certain subjects and topics that I don't touch, but you know, I just I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to portray somebody I am absolutely not. Um, but yeah, I, I I just gosh, guys, man, this whole thing was me just wanting to be raw to you and and talk to you it, 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 like a friend and talk to you and say that I'm frustrated and I want you to stop consuming, even though. I do believe that social media and I do believe technology is our friend. I do believe that they've done, it's done excellent, wonderful things and opened up incredible opportunities to us. But we've also misused it. And it's also made our heads fat. And with a fat head, we're unable to get in airplanes, we're unable to get in cars, we're unable to move. Towards our potential that's what i'm meaning you can't get into anything fast or efficient for us to move towards our potential because we're over consuming because our heads got too big with 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 needless information of nothing which has then pushed us over into poor health and then lowering our standards because we said, only thing that matters is how cool we are online and how many likes, shares, comments, and what are our analytics, and did we go viral? It's, there's a whole world out there, you guys, that needs to be lived in person. And that in person is about how you feel about with your friends and family and how you feel about where you're at and and the skills that you will develop and really, truly live in your life. Because, you're all mentally struggling and have mental weight from a virtual world. <laughs> You've been living in meta. You really have, even though you're like, no, I'm not in meta. I'm not about, if you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you're in Tik. you're in meta. You are truly living in a world that just doesn't exist. The filters, the pictures, the photos, the life The spending of the money, the perceived lives. All you get to see is a moment that was filtered and photoshopped, and then you gap fill. It's just all of what you think that's happening in between. It happens all the time. People love that. The internet is filled with gap filling, and you're living in a virtual world. If you want to improve your mental health, start living in the real world. Do you want to improve your esteem? Start living in the real world. Start making real, true connections. Know your neighbors. How many of you know your neighbors? Let me ask you that. How many of you know your neighbors? You don't know your neighbors, but you know somebody in Utah that you comment on every day. Or you like their photo every day, but you don't know your neighbor, right? Somebody in in, in, in South Dakota that you've been following for a long time has a bad day. You like their stuff. You comment. You send them a DM. But if you had leftover oranges or you had a book that you already read for personal development, you wouldn't give it to your neighbor because you don't even know them. They're right next door. Think that through, you guys. You'll like that stranger before you like the stranger next door to you. Oh, my God. That even makes me scratch my head. Oh, you would much rather help the stranger online than you would the stranger next door to you that has an actual ability to help you and to build your life that you never know maybe that person could help you with a job or or with your car or you know it could be a network i hate networking by the way i absolutely hate networking because networking to me is a one-sided thing like we can go down that in a whole nother world. Networking is you just going out to meet people rather for your own self-worth and, and your own good rather than mutual. Right? Like it's okay. How can I help other people? Networkers go, networkers go out to see how they can help themselves. I hate networking. Um, that's why I hate large groups. It's just not me. I don't like, I don't like small talk and chit chat, but I do like making friends. You know, one of my love languages, see done work. One of my love languages is quality time. I do appreciate quality time with people and I, I prefer not to do bigger groups. And one of my ways that I show love is I give, I give gifts not wrong, not right. It's just the way I kind of do it. It's not that I'm trying to believe in reciprocity. I just, it's the way I show that I care. So Again, took, I took action, and I understand why I'm taking action, and this is what I do. But for you guys, take a look around, man. If you don't know your neighbors, man, why not? I was a kid, and we used to, if we had more corn than we had from our gardens or anything in our garden, we used to share that. We used to give that out. Like, oh, go over and give it to the Smiths, you know, see if they want a corn, see if they want some of the apples that we picked out of our tree. And in return, they would do the same. You're new to Instagram. Now people are like, oh, my brother's on Instagram. Follow him. Yay. New neighbors move in. Nobody knocks on the door and says, hey, what's up? I'm Mike. I live next door. If you ever need anything, let me know. I'm usually around, you know, like I work from home. I hope everything's good for you, but welcome to the neighborhood. (laughs) When was the last time you did that? And I get it. We've changed evolution, trust issues, you know. We don't know if next door neighbors are freaks, you know, or what they are, but I would rather live in that world than live in this world that we're living now in this overconsumption technology where I'm getting a fat head. So if you're getting a fat head and you're feeling mental health issues and you're feeling, um, you know, like you keep saying, look, I just, you know, I'm, I'm too stressed, I'm overwhelmed. Take a look at your social media. Who are you talking to? What are you taking in? Is that really what you should be taking in? Is that part of the solution or part of the problem? What's the ROI? And if there isn't an ROI, and if it isn't solution-based, and you're not taking action against it, mindless consumption to give you a fat head. And with that, I will leave you. That was my raw talk for today. 45 minutes long. Not really a rant, just me being me. Um, This is kind of the way that I talk, you know, in general, when I, when I just kind of go off and, you know, I'm concerned. I'm just concerned, you guys. And I want the best for you. I really, truly want you to live up to your potential. And watching stupid cat videos and watching other people that are successful put out reels to songs or whatever they're doing, where you're not taking action and learning from it is not going to do it. You're going to be in the same place you were yesterday, if not in a worse, because the world is moving and evolving. So if you stay the same, you stay stagnant or you get left behind. I will talk to you guys all soon. Stay well, be well.